It's the Obvious Brothers. We're back on Anchor.fm. I'm Obvious Steve, and at the other end of the line is... Obvious John. Yeah, John, how you doing? I'm good today, Steve. How are you? I'm pretty good. Well, I apologize to our handful of listeners who suffered through last Saturday's pod where I did not get the uh, sound right. I'm hopefully doing better today. Uh, but uh, the next three weeks will be a major experiment as I'm on the road, and so we'll have to see if the moving studio does better than we did last week, John. There you go. There you go. So, so John, yesterday was opening day of uh, Major League Baseball season. John, I, I hear you per- partake of uh, opening day. Yes, we went to the uh, Rangers-Cubs game opening day at uh, the last opening day at Globe Life Park, the outdoor stadium. Yeah. 2020, they will be in their new indoor stadium, which was, uh, looked like they were moving right along with construction. Yeah. And, and what was the temperature yesterday? Uh, it was a breezy, but uh, like 70, 75. Yeah. So I guess you need an indoor park so you don't melt in the summer. Is that the point in, uh, in Dallas? Yeah. Yeah. It gets pretty. I've been to a couple of uh, June games where it's 115 in the seats. Huh? Well, that's nice. I, I I remember a game last summer we were at where it was like that, John. Yeah, yeah. it's even worse. It's yeah. even worse at the uh, at Globe Life at some point. So I know the players are looking forward to it, and I know a lot of the fans are too. Okay, so John, since we started with baseball, and we're going to get to college basketball and March Madness in a moment, of course. Uh, let's start off here with uh, with baseball. We we haven't talked MLB. Um, I, I've got all kinds of things, but let's let's start with uh, off the top uh, your World Series teams this year on on March uh, whatever it is 29th. What, what's your what's your best guess? My best guess, let's say uh, Yankees and uh, Okay, so you're going Yankees, Dodgers. You're going old school. It's the 1960s yeah. all over again. Or Reggie Jackson in what year was that? 78, I think it was. 77. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go this way. I'm going to go completely different. I'm going to be a Midwest homer. Uh, and you, you can love me for this. I'm going to go Indians-Cubs in a rematch of, what's it going to be, three years ago now? Yeah, 2016. Yeah. A rematch of uh, 2016. So, uh, I just like the way the Indians pitching always looks. They're in an easy division, so I think they'll get there without getting beat up too much. And uh, as I look across the National League, I'm, I know what you did with the Dodgers. I think everybody kind of has them as uh, the team to beat. But, hey, hard to believe they're going three-peat. And uh, I think the Cubs are probably the second-best team, whether I like admitting it or not. Okay, so I got a couple questions about this, John. I, I, I tried to look at some people to figure out what they were saying, and I kept seeing all these people, even though the whatever the numbers and the projections show the Cubs with more wins, all the pickers, you know, uh, when they did their selections, had the Brewers winning the division. Can you explain why? On the one hand, the, the numbers, the computers and everything keep spitting out Cubs 
Uh, but the the people keep saying Brewers. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, Thank you. I see. That's why they pay me the big bucks, John. Yeah. In the uh, ESPN Power Rankings, they've got uh, the Brewers listed at fifth with an eighty-eight and seventy-four record, um, but they um, have the Cubs at sixth with a ninety-three and sixty-nine. Right. Record. Exactly. Right. So. Yes, there's a lot of that sort of thing going around, and you're not explaining it. You're just re- reiterating it. Yeah, I mean, I can't explain it. It doesn't make any sense. No, no well, uh, you wonder what they're seeing. Uh, I, I, I read the write-ups. I don't believe in the Brewers' starting rotation the way people seem to be believing in the Brewers' starting rotation, which starts with the guy who pitched yesterday, Chasin, who is kind of one of those Louis Tiant types who you can't believe wins a lot of games. Uh, and then, then it goes to a bunch of young guys who have never really done it. So uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure I, I get why, why everybody thinks the Mojo's with the Brewers. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're going to they're gonna need Hayter to have a, to have a pretty, good, pretty good season, I think. Yeah, well, you know, Kane say going to be true. Kane saved him yesterday afternoon. So, um, uh, ne- next thing, same, same sort of question. Uh, the Braves won the Eastern Division last year uh, handily, and yet I've seen them pick fourth in the division this year, and one of the teams ahead of them is the Mets. So, can you explain why the Braves get no respect in the National League East? Yeah, have you looked well, at the? I bet you haven't looked at the Mets lineup, starting lineup yesterday. I did not. No, well, it, uh, I I did, and I'm like, why do people think this team's going to win the division? Uh, yeah. I, I I know I know they got a couple pitchers who are lights out. I mean, Degrom was lights out yesterday, obviously with a shutout, but uh, yeah, the, their pitchers have a tendency to get hurt, and I don't think they go very deep. And they have almost no lineup to speak of. So, uh, yeah, ESPN has them ranked 14th in the power rankings. Yeah, and they have the uh, Braves were ranked eighth, but again, they have or they're projecting the Mets to finish first and the Braves to finish second. Right. So, well, and then doesn't make a lot of sense. And and then the, the Philly. Uh, well, I've, I saw a lot of people picking the Nationals to win the division. Anyway, so this will be an interesting baseball season just in those two divisions. Uh, and obviously the, the American League uh, uh, East, East. Uh, uh, American League East with the Yankees and Red Sox. And, you know, some people think the Rays might hang in there again this year. All right, next question that has nothing to do with March Madness. Um, there are a lot of jobs opening up, college basketball jobs, John. So... UCLA is open, uh, Texas A&M open this week, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, and I think everybody thinks LSU is going to come open. Uh, does Chris Beard take one of those jobs? Maybe UCLA is the only one that might be a step up from any of those. Other. I mean, Arkansas is not a good move, I don't think. Uh, Vanderbilt, nah. So maybe... Maybe UCLA might be the only one that's, you know, kind of a bigger market. Um, obviously, West Coast, UCLA has got lots of tradition. Um, 
So, but they, I don't think uh, I don't think they'll pay him. I, I don't I don't I don't know what he's getting exactly, but I I, I have heard the argument that either Arkansas or A and M in the Southeastern Conference will offer him uh, maybe five million dollars a year for six years to come coach there. It's not. It's not jump change. No, no, it's about what we're making, right? Yeah, so I, what I tell myself every morning. So, so do you make that move? Do you go to Texas A and M for five million a year? Uh, I don't. I mean, Texas Tech is you're in the Big Twelve. Uh, you're in one of the Big Five conferences. You've kind of resurrected their that team, so. You go from you go from one shithole Texas college town to another, making maybe two million dollars more a year. I think it's tougher to recruit, but they're both probably pretty equally hard. So I think it's again, it's kind of a lateral move. But he's he's going to make more money, and then I guess you go with the money. Yeah. All right. So we'll 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 continue with this. But this is the the interesting discussion. Is what's what is, who's going to take these jobs? Uh, a little bit of a controversy about the guy from Buffalo, Oates, taking the Alabama gig this week um, as he just signed a five-year extension up there. And I guess he jumped a private plane and didn't bother to tell his players at Buffalo that he was leaving. So uh, how, how to start out in Alabama as a class act, right? But who's surprised by that? All right, All right John, bracket time. John, you. I looked this morning, according to ESPN, you are 99.5% percentile in picking in your bracket at this point. So, yeah, yeah you demand, John. Chalk is good. Chalk is good. Listen to him, yes. Uh, what, nine days ago you went went all chalk, and it's been the chalkiest tournament anybody remembers uh, going back quite a ways, John. So, uh, any anything you want to change about your chalk before tonight's games or the weekend? Anything you've seen that uh, makes you think that uh, your final four, which was Texas Tech, Duke, North Carolina, and uh, Purdue, uh, is not going no, to... Oh, I thought you had Purdue I... in the final four. No, I have Virginia. Oh. I got the all-ACC final four plus Texas Tech. Okay. So, changes you want to make? No, I'll leave it. Um, I think, uh, you know, I've got, I got Sparty, North Carolina, Duke, and Kentucky all winning tonight. Uh, maybe Houston can get by Kentucky. That might be the one upset of the evening. No, that's only a three-point spread. So, that's yeah, that's pretty tight. Yeah. Uh, so, John, let's go back. couple really, really good games. Uh Let's start with the, uh, the, well, we talked last Saturday, so let's talk about Saturday-Sunday games. Obviously, the Duke game, uh, where they narrowly escaped. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, That's a close one. Yeah. Uh, our brackets were about to go bust, John. Yeah, would have, that would have been ugly. Yeah. Taco. He was, uh, he was quite the uh, caused quite the problem for the for the uh, 
know, it causes problems for everybody, but that's, yeah. Seven, six guy standing under the basket uh, has a tendency to re guide your shots quite a bit. You know, you notice he didn't really have to jump to dunk. No, he just kind of—he reminds me a lot of a new bull. Yeah. Kind of, actually, a little more athletic, believe it or not. Yeah. But uh, no, no, agility was not his thing. Uh, no. No. So, so yes, they they escaped, John. So uh, there are two schools of thought. Oh, they escaped. They're not really very good. Or oh, they escaped, and now they'll really kick it in, and that was the one chance they might lose. So, which school of thought are you in? So, so yeah, so, so like like tonight, they'll, they'll, he'll tell them, you know, you can't be half-assing it and hoping to beat this team, which is far better than UCF. Correct. Right. So uh, Virginia Tech's already beat them, which is probably going at a certain juice. Uh, they're, not, they're not going to overlook Virginia Tech, uh, I don't think. So. I would, I would hope not, yeah. Right. Okay. So, so uh, there's that one. Uh, there was last night's overtime game. Which was one for 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 the ages in a number of ways. So uh, yeah, Purdue was up big, blew a lead. Uh, they they get back into overtime and, and uh, took care of business in OT. So yeah, it's definitely a good good exciting game. It it was it was a, a great game. Uh, those of us who are Purdue fans uh, almost had cardiac arrest. <laughs> well, actually, it really wasn't that bad. Once they got behind, we gave up. So uh, it, it it was pretty sweet for them to, to not lose, but uh, it, it was it was pretty fun, funny when they when they got behind three, we all said, "Well, that's it." And then Ryan Klein decided to pull three pointers from his butt over and over again and keep them in the game or give them a tie or a lead. And then there's the final play. You know, you kind of you know you're down two and you had the ball with that much time left. You think you're going to get a shot, and then to get a guy you know fouled on a three-point shot is uh, uh, sweet. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess there's a certain amount of controversy about that foul call, but I, I've seen it. I mean, I've seen it replayed several times a day, and several refereeing experts saying you got to make that call. That you got to yeah, let the you got to let the guy come down. Contact. Right. He not he knocked it, it, his his uh, bottom part of him off the ball, so he couldn't land right. So uh, yep. if, uh, always a foul. So so that was a that was a sweet victory. Uh, you know they haven't been to the lead eight since two thousand. So um, that, that's good. Um, mat, matchups. We we know uh, we've got Virginia and Purdue. Did you watch any of the UVA game, or were you gone at that point? Uh, uh, yeah, well, that was that was an ugly battle, uh, the infamous rock fight. So, uh, you think Purdue UVA is a rock fight tomorrow night, or is that more of a s spread it out and maybe we get a game in the seventies? No, I think uh, I think the, I think uh, Purdue can definitely score in, in the seventies against them. I know they're one of the best defensive teams in the league, but um, Purdue's good. They're hot. They're hot, and uh, they can score some points. And I think uh, I, I, 
uh, you know, I got Virginia winning that game, but I would put them on upset alert. I, I think Purdue seems to be playing pretty well right now. Yeah, well, and they escaped last night too, so uh, you wonder if that will loosen them up a little bit. Uh, the other game, Gonzaga and Tech. Uh, you, uh, neither one of us has Gonzaga winning that game. So what do you, what do you think, Gonzaga Tech? You, you you did not see Gonzaga play. They looked really good last weekend. They looked pretty good last night. Beat a Florida State team that had been pretty hot. So yeah, I was a little surprised at that uh, how handily they they handled took care of business last night. Um, well, open. We we, that, uh, we had a text exchange. It, it was down to three. Well, I actually saw highlights this morning. They had it down to four with three minutes left, but then they kind of. They lost their they lost their offense <clears throat> on the Florida State end. So, but uh, yeah, that's uh, the score. I think is not indicative as how close it was for most of the second half. This should be an interesting matchup between uh, Tech and, and Gonzaga. Gonzaga's you know they they like to run up and down the court. They, like they do. They like to they like they like to like to push the ball up, and they do not hold the ball a whole lot. So, and and Tech. Uh, has a tendency, kind of like UVA, to take teams out of what they want to do. Yeah, they did a good job of that last night against uh, Michigan. Oh, oh yes, it was. It was. Uh, yeah, it was very ugly. Uh, so poor, poor Michigan. You know, it's the least points Michigan's ever scored in an NCAA game, including the the. I think it was in the forties, nineteen forties, that they uh, their low was before last night, which is kind of embarrassing. Yeah, you know, before a shot clock, before a three-point point shot, they scored more points than they scored last night. That's uh, that's interesting. I hadn't heard that stat. Yeah, well, you're you're welcome. You know, uh, I I heard way too many stats and too many tweets, but there there you go. And uh, so so Michigan's out. So so John. Uh, in, in in all this uh, talk so far about chalk, how do you feel about chalk? I think it's, other, uh, other other than your bracket, how do you feel about chalk? Uh, I don't. I mean, I guess it's not quite as entertaining as uh, as you know. You get those upsets and get your your teams that um, you know your little little schools that can make a run in the tournament. I mean, these are all pretty well known schools that we got here in the last. Uh, well, even depending on tonight's games, even all these teams are all well-known schools uh, and conferences. So, yeah, I guess the entertainment factor for you know the upset factor may not be as as, as good as what people want. But uh, I think you're still seeing the best teams are making it through, and I think the separation between the top eight, ten teams this year and, and uh, the rest of the field was was pretty significant. You're seeing it all play out now. Yeah, uh, I think I think uh, we indicated that uh, that that was it. That the top two seeds, and I, obviously we had some threes win last night, but uh, nobody nobody lower than a than a uh, a five is left. So, uh, and that's uh, kind of amazing. Yes. We'll we'll see if Auburn can. Can beat North Carolina tonight to, to keep the uh, the lowest left seed uh, alive, right? And so yeah, it's it's quite a thing. It's going to make for some awfully uh, awfully uh, tantalizing games. 
And uh, in terms of brackets, John, uh, there, there's going to be, you know, uh, there's going to be some shakeout, isn't there, John? Yeah. It's spread, it is not yet spread out the way, the way it's going to have to uh, for somebody to, to end up with, with, the, uh, with the cash, as they say. Correct. Right. So, well, John, we've survived another week. And yes, sir. and uh, yeah, now we'll have to worry about both uh, basketball season, baseball season, and uh, next week we'll probably uh, say something about uh, the Masters that uh, will be played started before we do two weeks from now's broadcast. So, um, yeah, it, it is it's that time of year when things get juicy. Yeah, lots to talk about. So. John, uh, keep a, keep an eye out on Mr. Beard and see uh, what what he might do with his coaching career. And uh, uh, it is an interesting uh, thing. We've got a couple minutes, John, so let's go back to the coaching thing. Uh, you you seem to indicate you thought the UCLA job was the best job open. In I guess in perspective or in I'm not even trying to. They've won the best. most national championships, right? Right. So that would be the best hire or best job, um, as far as that goes. But I agree. Uh, I don't know necessarily know that it's the best job in reality um, between the, the ones you listed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably, yeah. I so, think I think he stays put at Tech. I think he likes it there. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, but uh, I, there there could be some. Uh, with, with Arkansas and TAMU both uh, searching, and maybe even LSU. Well, I would be surprised if LSU didn't look, especially if they lost tonight. Uh, they all will have a lot of money to be hunting for a coach. So uh, somebody could be lured from, you know, a second tier Power Five uh, place uh, yeah, to there. Yeah, well, I, I don't know what his contract looks like. He might get a bonus for the Final Four, but uh, there was some the guy from Iowa State, supposedly from, uh, talked to Alabama and got an extension at Iowa State, so maybe he'll play that game. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, well, that that's never been done before, right? I might, I might go to Al, I might go to Alabama. Can you give me more money? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've never had a job where I could do that, John. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I wonder what it feels like. I'm just happy with the one I have. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, we're we're happy to just have them. Although we, I think we did concede we were making five million a year, so yeah. we're we're, I mean, we're good. We are. Yeah. We are blessed. Five five million a year with no leverage, right, John? <laughs> Correct. All right, John, on that happy note, you have a good weekend and uh, watch lots of hoops and maybe some baseball, and we'll talk to you next week. Yep, it's the sporting season, so it's, it's pretty exciting. Lots to watch. Okay, get your, your TV fired up. Yes, sir. Have a great weekend, Steve. You too. Bye.